0: Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Hurry, to, ah, 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 player, oh, player, is this the Davis ah. oh. four three in the win. Oh, it's good.
1: Enough Steph slander. Enough Steph hype uh, talk. Moves to Levine. What exactly is his type? Some give, game winners go in, and some of them rim out. Some games are boring, but some of them make us shout. Wow. On the the amazing hashtag ball is podcast. Your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. If this is your first episode, please uh, do consider subscribing. It'll be there somewhere uh, to us on YouTube, following us on our social media handles, which will be in description and podcast platforms, which uh, if you listen to podcasts, then there'll be a plus button. They're also the number three podcast. You should say that. But uh, we were that last time. No, I don't think we are still... every time. okay, okay. Uh, you, you're not supposed to open your mouth now okay sure. <laughs> this week in the national basketball association shaq called out uh, yet another big man for making money he thinks he should have made and stephen adams returns to okc and makes it rain in faraway kerala in a quaint corner <laughs> uh, speaking of centers i've got with me as always someone who believes a center is the most important part of a circle uh, someone who has forgotten what rains look like and someone who's currently going through his yearly homesickness routine I co-host Vinit Devaya. Vinit, uh, I hope some of those uh, are facts and not fiction.
0: Most of them are facts. What's this? What, I don't know what is the second one was. I couldn't hear it
1: properly. second one but. was uh, that you've forgotten what rains look like. Does it rain in Luxembourg?
0: Yeah, I oh, no, It doesn't rain. I mean, it, 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 it's not the monsoon no. kind of rain. It's just like, uh, it's okay. a constant drizzle of, of, of water, if you may.
1: Constant drizzle of water. That's, that's a drizzle. That's not rain. But yeah. yeah, it's
0: just wrestling. It never, it never pours like it does in, like you know, in India.
1: It's <laughs> it's it raining uh, suddenly here in Kerala, and uh, yeah, I
0: mean, good, I, good. I'm... We need rain. We need rain. We need water for this world. <laughs> it's true, man. We need. We need. We are yeah. out of. We're running out of water in the world,
1: especially yeah, but, places uh, like
0: Bangalore.
1: Bangalore, though, is gone. But I I, I heard it's raining in Bangalore also. But eh, anyways. Uh, we will we will get right to the point of this pod. And uh, first, I want to let uh, Vinit talk about his new newest pet project, which I'm really excited about because that means that I'll be able to watch more more of the games of these uh, so-called scrub teams. Uh, Vinit, please take it over. Let us know what project uh, scrubs is that the name. Well, I mean,
0: I I am thinking of doing not a project but a, a new segment within the ball is bay thing called the others. And uh, the idea is to do an in depth analysis. Uh, by in depth, I mean, you know, as much as I can possibly do at the start or the beginning of the season. So, uh, for all the teams that are not in the top 10. So, I think uh, we did a podcast, our first podcast with the top 10 teams for 2021 the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I feel like a lot of these other teams that are quite good, uh, but not yet there, not yet, you know, fun, uh, need some love. And uh, the idea of this podcast, of this segment came from the fact that nobody's talking about the Spurs anymore.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so
0: this is just a way for you to talk about the Spurs. It's just a way for me to talk about the Spurs and, and uh-huh. give them some love. Uh, and, and you know, say, hey, you know what? You may be a shitty team, uh, but, you know, uh, we, we, we at we Wallace will Bay you. will give you some love. And we will... Yo, they
1: they beat more. the Clippers. Uh, was that today? I think they beat the Clippers today. Yesterday, so, yeah. No, that right, right, yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I think this this what has happened with the NBA right now, and this is something I I, I talk about in that segment is that mm-hmm. offense has become such a such an important part, and three pointers have become such a easy Stable. target, yeah, mm-hmm. staple that any team can has the ability to beat another team, uh, you know, if it's their day, uh, which was not there before because they were because that three pointer kind of really shifts everything. Um, dramatically so like even a, a team like atlanta hawks which is a good team on paper but you know they shoot so many threes and you got Trey young running the offense um and that that makes a makes a huge difference in terms of okay. those small little things tweaks so that's what the segment is about uh, mm-hmm. i had my goal is to first initially i was going to do this before the season starts um, yeah. but, but the then, idea came uh, to you just yeah. five days before the yeah. Few yeah, 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 But then I, but then I, I, kind of wrote down the whole, you know, what I'm gonna do and flow. yeah, yeah, the flow. And then I just realized, you know, what there's no point of me doing this without actually actually watching some games and watching how mm-hmm. they play, because that's where you will actually see the players and you'll see them, you know, do what they want. And then you can kind of talk about what they are doing and what they will do and what their future is. So that's the segment. I mean, uh, hopefully it will it will it will show up uh, soon. And uh, yeah, the plan is there. And I'm I'm going to record everything in probably a day or two, and and, and, and then we'll probably release it maybe two a week. I think. Yeah, I, I think the idea uh, sort
1: of gained a little more uh, like you know strength in your head. But once you realize that there are fans in India who support, yeah, uh, you know, a Sacramento Kings, yeah, right, yeah, like, or yeah. An Atlanta so- Hawks.
0: Timberwolves. Is, uh, shout out yeah, to that guy. I, I forgot his name, but shout out to like
1: that a, dude. Shawria, I think. I think Shawria. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, if, he, if you're listening, then absolutely shout out to you for giving us that little bit of... Hey, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. and
0: then I just thought, okay, you know what? It, it, it would be cool to get some, some of the fans on because, mm-hmm. you know, like, like I'm the Spurs fan, you know. I know what the Spurs are doing more than maybe Ashwin does. And Ashwin probably knows. Ashwin is, uh, is a fan of no team. Uh, okay, just, though, but not really. It's over. So the, it's over. It's, you don't know. You, you, do you know what Houston is doing anymore? No. Do you know what uh, Wizards are doing anymore? Yes, Wizards. Wizards are doing. Uh, name five. It's a, it's, name it's name a five list. players on the Wizards.
1: That's pretty easy, man. Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, uh, Thomas Bryant. Uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, David Bertans and uh, Roy Huchimura. <laughs> <laughs> That's five. Uh, five right there. But they are not even the starting five are they not i think but are no. yeah i think more there
0: are four or five of the starters are there three you have three of the five starters but anyway the point being the Veneet, point, the being point being being. That, hmm. the, that you know that we had a fan who was a Timberwolves fan no I wait think, wait I wait, was... a minute, wait a minute. please please tell me uh, spurs starting five vinith spurs <laughs> <laughs> listen this is this this segment is That's about not the you it's not, it's oh, not <laughs> no the problem with the spurs is they don't have a starting five you know, they, yeah, they yeah, keep, they randomly yeah. keep changing uh, everybody. And then uh, have, have you down. considered run, running for elections? Uh,
1: I think uh, in India, the elections are coming. Uh, with your uh, shifty answers, I think we can definitely hey. find a
0: seat in the core district <laughs> of uh, Karnataka. <laughs> no, because Derek White got, uh, got injured. And so because of uh, that, uh, you know, they are just moving in the guards in and out. I mean, the, the staples are obviously DeMar DeRozan, Ma- De De DeJounte Murray. These are the staple guys who, who start, but the rest are just moving in and out. Okay. And Yakupov. Okay, right, These, the These are the How three staples. How is Yakupov? It, it is. He, he's the third. Paddy guy. Mills isn't Paddy Mills the st- uh, staple? Isn't he starter? No, but he's not a starter. Paddy Mills comes off the bench. Oh,
1: okay.
0: So the starters is that this other new dude has come up this rookie. Who Lonnie scored, Walker. Like, not Lonnie. Lonnie Walker is there, but he doesn't start sometimes. It's just, it's just the Spurs doing what Spurs do, which is like run a bunch of lineups all the time. We will talk about
1: the Spurs. I mean, not really the Spurs, but something about the Spurs in a while. But uh, yeah, so like you said, uh, the idea is to is, the, is I mean, I'm trying to figure out, is the idea to talk about how they play the games or who are the stars in these unfound cool Yeah,
0: right. So I think uh, I have, I have uh, broken down each segment into like a couple of things which is like uh you know where, who their MVP is um what is their style of play uh what are they going to do this because no you know they're obviously not winning the uh you know they're not winning the championship so what is their goal and uh you know what can they do for the next five years so that's kind of like mm-hmm. the analysis no, that's,
1: that, that's a lot of analysis I, I i'm very excited to watch this if you guys are excited to watch this please let us know in the comments because uh then I'll, I can ask if we need to, you know, hurry up with this whole project. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of the Spurs, we'll uh, take a break from your side project. I mean, it's not a side project, but whatever. We'll take a break from that. And uh, uh, Becky Hammond, becoming the first uh, coach for the for an NBA team. I mean, I am really surprised that this had not happened before. Because, I, because it's uh, quite unlike Pop to not have gotten ejected for, like, over two years. It makes It's, it's a little a little weird that this is the first time that Becky Amundis.
0: Uh, he doesn't. He didn't have to get angry for the like. You know, there, there's nothing to get angry. It's a shitty team. the team is going to play shit. You know what to be angry about. You know, before like they every year they would go be championship team. So you could be angry that something is not working the way you had planned. But now if something's not working, it's because I have shitty players. So yeah. Uh, and
1: any thoughts about uh, women coaches in the NBA? I mean, I, I, I think.
0: I just, do, I think that, you know, if they are good, they'll do well.
1: Men, but what, what about this? Let me ask you something. I mean, I hope it's not controversial, but uh, is is there like uh, men, like, you know, professional men, big ass men, uh, you feel they feel comfortable taking orders, from, I mean, taking coaching orders from a woman? Is, or has pop, I mean, because the Spurs team is not like any other team, like they Identify people who have the team ethos. They have, uh, like you know, we will follow the leader, whatever it is. So you yeah. think there's
0: going to any sort of friction there? I mean, I not, think it be very. Exactly. I think it's almost impossible to to replace a coach of the stature of Pop, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's man or woman or you know, player, non-player. It doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, yeah. he's fair point. He'll go down as one of the top five coaches all time, mm-hmm. uh, and so. I, and also, you know, the team is in shambles, right? So uh, if there was maybe like a, a leader on the team, okay. I think it would have been easier for a new coach, man or woman to come in and, and kind of, you know, they kind of leading the whole organization. But right now, I don't know if DeRozan is the, is the leader on the team because Lamarcus is out. Uh, maybe it's Patty Mills. I don't know who is the leader on the, on, mm-hmm. the, on the team side. And yeah. so, yeah, I just, I don't think that uh, it matters. You know, I don't think it, ma- I don't think it should matter. But uh, as we know that, you know, men do struggle to take uh, directions from women. Uh, mm-hmm. So not that in means- personal lives, in personal life men always take directions from women, but in a professional <laughs> setting. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: uh, I-, I think what is most important there is, like the Spurs face and the Popovich face, ever since you know Duncan left, like it's just the same thing, right? Like the Spurs yeah. became Spurs since Popovich has come. So we don't know a Spurs without Coach Pop. We don't know a Spurs where Pop has uh, Pop takes him out for wine. He personally, talk, like he has faith in certain people who other people would have just been like, no, we don't really believe in yourself. He's had faith in a lot of people. Uh, and apart from Kawhi Leonard's episode, most of people have reposed the faith that they've had in him. So, when a new coach comes, it's like the franchise now has a new face, right? It has a new direction. It has a new thinking capacity. It thinks in a certain way. It acts in a certain way. does some things. And like you said, you know.
0: Also, I mean, I don't think Bob has left yet. So, it was just a… He's not
1: left. But but I would uh, would assume that uh, I'm not sure if he has that much fun. Like, do you think he has so much fun losing more games than they win? Like, last season was the first time. But uh, I mean, yeah. someone who has so much pride, I'm sure he's like, you know, what's the, I don't know what, if there's any. Pop. Well, I think, I, I think,
0: you know, I feel like people who are competitive, they always want to find an, a reason to be competitive. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, uh, like Michael Jordan's whole documentary was like, he just found ways to motivate himself. So I think, it, yeah. I think Pop is a very competitive person. Uh, and so... He is going to find a reason to come and coach every day which is like okay you know what uh, people always like there's always this debate whether tim made pop or pop made tim right mm-hmm. uh, there's always this underlying kind of current whenever they talk about tim duncan and the spurs is that oh it's because of the organization and then vice versa yeah, everyone yeah. says yeah you know so they so i think he wants to show that okay, I can take this really crappy team to the playoffs. Every it's just the way Steph has to take this crappy team to the playoffs. Like it's just something that they they have to do it for themselves. So I, I yeah, think I mean, he's more. I, I do think he's motivated. I also feel like he's too old. Uh, so uh-huh. that could also be an issue. Where you know, I think he lost his wife, right? Yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah. So you know, those are those are things that you know, like if in the span of three years he lost Tim, Manu, Tony, and his wife you know, all integral parts of his life for the last 20 odd years. Mm. Uh, so it is tough for him to come back, but I think he will. I mean, uh, but I, 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 you know, obviously the Spurs are rebuilding from the ground up, you know, their front office yeah. is completely... Well,
1: wouldn't removed. it be easier? I mean, like you have an
0: organization, right? Like,
1: uh, so this, again, whenever we talk about Spurs, we talk about you... There was that article that you written about, I think it was in Medium, right? About teleport me being built the same way as the first was built. So right. now if they are just saying, you know, fuck it, let's just rebuild. Would it be better for them to say like, let's just rebuild completely, let uh, Pop part partway. So do you think Pop is saying that, no,
0: I want to stay here and uh, like, what, what, no, do you, I, what do you think? No, I, I think, I don't think that that should be, I think there always has to be uh, continuity. Uh, and that's always been this first thing, right? They never abruptly, like they didn't abruptly ask David Robinson to leave. They didn't really ask Tim Duncan to leave. You know, uh, Tim Duncan stayed, coached, got uh, Lamarcus into the system. You know, mm. did whatever he could do to get him there. It's just that Lamarcus was Lamarcus was dominant. You know, when he was in Portland, but then for some weird reason, he did not he did not fill the big shoes of Tim Duncan. And then Kawhi's saga happened. And so that again kind of, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think it should be abrupt. I think that uh, Pop should uh, stay till, you know, they find the next coach, train the coach. I'm pretty sure that one of the assistant coaches is going to become the coach. It could be Becky, it could be Tim. uh, I think the other front runners. I would love to see Tim Duncan as a coach. <laughs> Why not? Talking about greatness, uh,
1: we had one little saga, uh, little uh, drama on Instagram drama, and I, I love how instead drama has moved on from Twitter to Instagram, which is uh, nice. It's uh, nice to see pictures during drama. Uh, Shaq and Rudy Gobert. Rudy mm-hmm. Gobert, as you we all know, signed a massive to five-year, two hundred and five million dollar contract, and uh, Shaq said. Uh, like it's it's great that you know if uh, you can tell people that if you score eleven points, uh, uh, you can make two hundred and five million dollars in the NBA. <laughs> it's just classic Shaq stuff. But uh, uh, I'll ask you this first, and I'll give you my thoughts on it, or no? Oh, you, time, you, you, really you just, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you'll this, you, I'll thoughts. give my thoughts. I'll give my yeah. thoughts on it. Uh, so I mean, if you, my feelings is uh, Shaq has always been like you know. A, like if you watch him on inside the NBA or any other place, he's always like you know uh, they are taking the big man out of the game. The All Star game doesn't have a central position anymore. The All Star game doesn't. Uh, I mean nobody gives a shit about centers anymore. All they do is take the ball, pick and roll, uh, pass the ball out, get rebounds. The there's no dominant center like I was the last dominant center. Blah blah blah. Uh, and and when a, a dominant center like uh, Rudy Gobert, we'll talk about his uh, dominance in a different way. But you know still dominant center gets bank, makes $295 million, crazy 40 year I, I think it's overpriced, but still, it makes it, it, it's, it just feels yeah, like... I mean, the thing. teams have to pay somebody, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, otherwise, somebody will take him off their books because he he might believe that he's worth that. But uh, yeah. somebody, he comes along, gets... And, and Shaq, I think, in his head, he's just like, if he can make 205 million, then I should have been able to make so much more money. Which is like a very old person, boomer, uh, hating on the new c- kinds of thing. I do believe that there should be a certain percentage. Like all the money that they are making, it is definitely in part to, you know, uh, previous generations building up the brand. Because now, I, I I feel personally that there's a lot of overpaid players in the NBA. But somebody has to get paid. So, so it will, will be there. When Shaq work got paid money, it's just... Sad that Shaq was properly valued, and I feel Rudy Gobert is overvalued, which is just the difference in the, um, com- like the amount of dollars that the NBA brings in, and uh, I think it's a little unfair to Rudy Gobert because you know, if he had not gotten that money, he would have got some money somewhere and he would still have been you know he would have still made bank. So it's a Utah call, Utah just took the call, and uh, I, I feel it's fair that you know in this age day and age that they make so much money. Now, if you're comparing it to previous age, maybe it's unfair, but uh, I don't think it's a fair comparison. What do you feel we
0: need? Um, I, yeah, I mean, you know, Shack is just stirring drama because the games are so boring, right? I mean, it's it's first, ten, first two weeks, three weeks are obviously like the games are bad, you know, like everyone's like there are weird upsets and all that stuff. So I think it's just creating drama. And... I think that you know he has picked fights with other centers. Like he 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 talked he talked about Cat in a bad way. He talked about Gobert and Dwight Howard, Dwight. the famous Dwight Howard. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think he he is right. I mean he he's probably the only person who has the, because when he was coming up, right? Like people made fun of him. You know, Will Chamber. Like there is a there is a video of Will and and Russell when mm-hmm. they ask him what to think of Shaq. and, they, and they're like, ah, I mean, Shaq. Yeah, like, so it's, they always gave him shit, right? It wasn't like Shaq came in and Shaq was like, yeah, Shaq was Shaq, you know, he he, he got premium dollars, but the centers of the previous generation were like, uh, yeah, we would just make Shaq run up and down. Have you yeah. seen that
1: video? Yeah, yeah uh, I've seen the video. Where yeah, like, so... Uh, Shaq- yeah I, yeah, I would drop uh, easy on him.
0: Yeah, Vilt yeah, was like, yeah, I would just like manhandle Shaq, uh-huh. right? Exactly. And the only person who could ever say that would probably be Vilt, right? <laughs> and they didn't give him the respect and he had to earn his respect because I, I remember when he when they, they lost that fifty greatest player of all time, I think. Yeah, I know, he was there. 97, 97,
1: 97.
0: 97, right? And he was there. there. I mean, and he was yep. what, three years, four years into the league at that point. Uh, and I think yeah, everybody five, felt... Five yeah, everybody felt yeah. like this guy doesn't deserve to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And so so Shaq has been on the other side where he got absolutely destroyed by his the people that he looked up to and the people he yeah. thought were great. I'm sure mm-hmm. Kareem's Kareem has said something nasty about Shaq. Uh yeah. he has said there's nasty about everybody. About,
1: there's a story about uh on Shaq's twenty-sixth birthday or something. Uh, they were playing the Clippers. Uh, I mean, when he was playing for the Lakers, he was playing the Clippers, and uh, Kareem was teaching the opposite center on how to defend Shaq. And Shaq saw this, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna drop." And then he dropped 61 points
0: on that team. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think I think Shaq's trying to do that. In my opinion, I think he's just like he really wants to see another dominant center, right? Yeah. Because he obviously he you know you had Dwight Howard, who was a dominant center, but not the way mm-hmm. Shaq was, right? Uh, and so I mean he was dominant as hell it, he just couldn't win that ring like he didn't have anyone else on his team to you know yeah I mean no, yeah I'm just saying that he, he wasn't like offensively dominant he was dominant on the de- defensive side and he was I would say nice moderately yeah. yeah you know so yeah. I think that uh, he's just trying to get these guys to to like level up right and 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 make
1: the central so, position. Let, let me let me ask you this, right? Like, there are different ways to affect a basketball game. You can affect it on the offensive end, you can affect it on the defensive end, uh, you can affect it on the leadership end, perhaps. But mm-hmm. uh, in today's game, you have to be, like, you have to at least, like, get 25 points to be considered uh, defensive. I mean, the Rudy Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year, all that is fine. But he has not uh, managed to scare any of these big teams. Like, the... like. They get routinely get uh, beaten by the Rockets or the Warriors or you know like his uh, great starts are just regular season starts. So he, uh, do you feel? What do you feel do about the overpaid What do you feel about him? Do I feel Rudy?
0: Go- do I feel Rudy Gobert is overpaid? Is that the question? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, he's overpaid. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no doubt about it. But it's not—he's not overpaid by that much, right? Like TR and Fox got one ninety million, like Jason Tatum got one ninety million. This guy got two hundred and five. So it's mm-hmm. like a fifteen million difference in five years. So it's not—it's not a massive overpaying. It's just that you know they some, Utah just had to pay somebody because they already paid Donovan Mitchell one ninety, and they had another supermax to give. Who do they give it to? There's only Rudy Gobert left right and so they gave it to him and uh, you know i mean it's just the way the business is you know you got to pay somebody uh, and so they they paid these guys that's it and i but, don't feel but like... if if
1: if we had to say that you know who was who's the most dominant center i mean that position doesn't make much sense anymore but uh, nikola uh, jokic. dominant most dominant nikola jokic yeah. so that's the guy who affects the uh, game the most in its current state like yeah easy state. I mean,
0: can't you can't you, you can't leave Nikola Jokic on the three-point line. line. You can't leave him in the two-point line. You can't leave him under the basket. You can't leave him open because he's then if, once he gets the ball, he's either going to make a great pass or he's going to shoot over your head. You're not going to stop his shot. He's mm-hmm. shooting at a sixty percent rate, right? His field goal percent is about sixty, right? And this is including three-pointers. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what are you going to do with that? It's just like. I mean, some people may say you know maybe AD or or Giannis, but you can you can put Giannis on the three point line and he's ineffective. You can stop his role. He's not going to you know his spin move or whatever. So with Jokic, what are you going to do with the guy? What? How are you going to stop Jokic? If I had to even if you had to like come up with a strategy, you can't.
1: Yeah, you just stay right next to him, and I guess that's the definition of uh, like what is. it? dominance right like you yeah. can't ignore this guy you have to pay attention to him all the time you have to yeah yeah okay fair enough fair enough okay um our next topic is uh like we are scaling down we're coming down to our uh you see a forward is he a guard i think uh, zach levine is a guard we're going to talk about zach levine he hit one cold ass uh game winner against the Portland trailblazers uh there are talks about you know, rescuing him from the Chicago Bulls, taking him to a better team, and all of that. And uh, I, I, was, I have not seen a single Zach Levine game this season, but uh, I've seen a few games when he was playing the Rockets and when he was playing other teams last year. Uh, what do you feel about his game, Vineet? What do you, do you feel that he needs to be on a, on a better team and that team will actually prosper with his presence?
0: I mean, I, I I haven't seen. I mean, I, I I know who who you're talking about as I also seen some posts, uh, but uh, I really don't know, man. I mean, it's a thirty it's a thirty team league, right? Yeah. And Zach Levine is what a top thirty five, top forty player, right? And yeah. if you look at the top fifteen people, like you know, most of them are playing with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and so you are going to have some teams that are going to have players like Zach Levine who are, you know, who has to score the points, right? Like, it's like Terry Rozier on Charlotte on It's like, yeah. okay, sure. Like, you know, I mean, it's just like, give me a championship team that Zach Levine could be the best player on. I don't that's think that exists. I, I don't think so. No, that's not I I would also argue there's probably not even he couldn't even be the second option. I don't I can't even think of a of a team where he could be a second option. Um, mm. Right now I'm saying like would he go to the Lakers and be the second option? No. Would he go to the Clippers and be the second option? No. Because what about, Nuggets and, or
1: about the Warriors.
0: Or yeah, but Warriors is not a championship team,
1: right? But okay, so you are saying even
0: with him and if, like if they throw away Kelly Oubre and then they yeah it's not yeah like. You know, Zach Levin may be the third best player on the Sixers. Uh, you know, maybe he could be the third best player on the Bucks. Rocket. Bucks. Bucks, Yeah, Bucks. Hmm, Bucks. No, How I is mean... Possible.
1: dude, Because he's, he's a good three-point shooter. He
0: can... Uh, See, uh, as, as bad yes. as Chris Middleton is. Chris Middleton is a solid 20-point. He'll get you 20 points. He'll get it to you efficiently. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's not your first, best first player, but he's a very solid second player and an over... Overachieving third third player, right? And uh, you know, Drew Hordere is 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 really really good. He's really 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 good. So, I I mean I would if I if, if Zach Levine goes to the Bucks, he's probably you know maybe he and Drew you could maybe make a make an argument, but uh, Drew does so much more other things. So I I just you know I would you know I would just say that he is a good player. He's a top thirty-five, maybe forty player in the league. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's 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 doing what he would do if you're on a shitty team, score a lot of money. great players take shitty teams to the playoffs. That's I mean he's not he's a great market.
1: player. I don't think anybody so yeah,
0: yeah, but the point is not why does he need rescuing, right? Like he's just he's beasting on the lack of talent on on the on the Chicago Bulls. He doesn't need rescuing. He's just He's doing what he can, and he just needs to. If he wants, if he wants to go win championships, you go join a championship team, take less salary, take a lesser role, which he won't do. So,
1: fair enough, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what else
0: is the thing? There's no rescuing. It's not like he's stuck there. You know, he can always ask for a trade, but the point is, no one's going to trade for him.
1: I think if the Suns get him, I think that'll be a very nice uh, trade also. No, but then uh, again, they'll. I, I think they're all like really ball-heavy dominant, so you can't have too many ball-dominant players in that team. And yeah. I think right now the Suns are. Suns, I, I watched their games against the Mavericks. Was it? No, not the Mavericks. The buzzer one. No, against your Nuggets. Oh yeah, I, I saw the game against the Nuggets. And uh, I, I think this Devin Booker, CP3 thing is like a pretty nice, nice little time. I, I'm I'm having
0: very yeah. good time. No, CP3, watching I, was, I was actually, today I was sitting and trying to figure out who are the top, because I was watching some video about like something and I was thinking, okay, who are the top, who are the best players post-2000? Ah. Yeah. Post-2000? Or 2010? 2000, Because I was trying to see like if there are any of the, any of the young guns except for LeBron would break into the top five, right? And well, no. And the answer is no. Because uh, uh, I thought maybe like Steph could have, you know, but no. I just I just decided no. Uh, and then you know, CP three was like maybe eleven or twelve for me. Like you know, he's
1: he's done well. He's he's done pretty well. I mean, lack yeah. of championships apart, he's. Uh...
0: He, he's, he's like a call ball alone. Ball you ball know. Ball. They're good. They're very, very good. They're very consistent. They do what they want to do. They just had bad, either bad luck, you know, one or two, you know, dribbles. I don't know. It's just like with CP3, it's just, you know, he's had such bad luck and, you know, Kawhi had great luck. You know, the ball went in. If it was CP3, the ball would have gone out, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, with, that's that's the difference, you know, with Kawaii, you know, like, as much as I love, love Kawhi, I don't think he's in the top 10, you know, of the…
1: the what is thousands. this top 10? Oh, of the 2000s. Yeah. You mean 2000 till now?
0: 2000 till now, yeah. Like the last 20 years. I was just thinking, like, as as since I've been a fan, you know, who uh-huh. are the top 20 players, top 10 players.
1: Oh, okay. Speaking of the Sixers… <laughs> <laughs>
0: We didn't, even, we didn't even talk
1: about yeah, uh, it. Segway, segway, segway uh, did not really make sense. Anyway, speaking of the Sixers, uh, uh, top team in the East, too, a little too early, but anyway, like uh, I, I am uh, uh, really having fun with this whole, you know, set curry,
0: uh Danny Green. Yeah. Uh, Danny Green. Huh? There was this meme about, <laughs> about, <laughs> about Danny Green. They say like, uh, it, it was a video where it's like, I have no idea why, you know, like the Lakers let go of Danny Green. Danny Green is doing amazing. Like he's continuing his championship form in the Sixers and it's just like Danny Green bricking. Bricking. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Danny Green, man. You know, I mean, he deserves it because he has been bricking the last, you know, the, the, with the Lakers. So, can't really blame the memes. Yeah, but he
1: single-handedly gave Toronto the yeah, championship yeah, by, yeah. by breaking a place ACL. So <laughs> it's a joke, Danny Green. It's a joke. We we know that you didn't want to do it, but uh, it, yeah, mm, I mean,
0: it was it was basically a, accidental. Accidental after what they did to Kawhi.
1: Ah, oh no, oh shit. No, I'm so sorry, Clay. No worries. Mm, <laughs> anyway, so it's not funny when we joke about players' injuries. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, yeah, uh, 76ers, uh, MB doing his thing, Jim Simmons doing his thing, the talk of the James Harden trade, but uh, I, I'm I'm kind of a loop-woman that I think James Harden is like, Houston strip clubs are the best strip clubs, so I'm not going to Philly for that. Uh, what, what 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 are your eye tests telling you about the 76ers we need?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I watched a couple of games and I, I think, you know, what they have done really with, you know getting the the shooters in is like and basically letting two things one is making tobias harris more potent tobias has been playing really really good and mm-hmm. uh, he was i mean his market value went up when you know he was coached under doc rivers in the clippers team yeah and i guess there is something that doc knows about how tobias wants to play that you know like it's a good fit and I think this whole sixes unlocking this, you know, this uh, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons issue. I think they did that by just kind of opening up the floor and, and uh, giving more touches to other players. Uh, and I think you, if you look at Embiid, he's not scoring as high as he used to. You know, he's usually uh, usually around the 28, 29, but he's not that, he's not scoring that much. Uh, mm-hmm. And the others are take, picking up the slack. and you know Ben Simmons is 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 being empowered to to um, to run the floor, and he's buying into that system. Um, so I think that you know we always had this thing where you know the sixes were, and I think I picked them also last year, right? O- over the, was it? You've them for the last uh, two years now. Two years, yeah, because so yeah. yeah, but you know for whatever reason MB just gives up and and. Everybody says. Everybody used to say it was always like you know the the coach. They never they never bought into the bread brown bread brown right. Bread brown, yeah. Bread brown. Okay. Um, his system and his philosophy. They just never bought into it. And I think that with Doc Rivers, you can see that they are buying into the system. They can see that okay, this is if you play this way, it unlocks the potential for Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons was the guy who. Has this outwardly uh, talent, but was always stuck with just this massive seven-footer in the middle of the of the of the half court, right? right. And yeah. so, yeah. I think they're coming up with some good plays. And they, this, I'm gonna, uh, I think they're going to probably come out top in the East unless Brooklyn has something to say about it. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn has something to say, and like the Bucks, I think have like cooled down a little bit. Like they're not they're not forcing the issue they're, they're uh, being a little bit more, uh, like the problem with the Bucs is that they should just dominate the regular season. They would want to win every game, but they would not like practice, you know, uh, like making play Giannis play a lot. Yeah, making Giannis play a lot of minutes, making Chris Middleton play. A, like basically running those sets, they, they would never do that. And I think the three games that I watched of theirs, they're playing more deliberate, uh, more, more, uh, Proper sets. Uh, even if it's not working, they keep doing it again and again. And I think eventually they lose a lot of games in the regular season because it's not the here Giannis goes score 40 points and winners the game. It's more like, okay, we are going to play this way because in the playoffs, Giannis won't be able to do this thing that he can do right now. And let's practice that part.
1: Okay. So I mean, think that, that's a, yeah. a fair point. I've not say seen. I, I think I saw a bits of the Detroit game where Yanis scored 43 points, but... Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, that's not. Detroit. I mean,
0: I'm very disappointed with Detroit, by the way. Derek Rose, nah, what's yeah, up? <laughs> I thought... I, I, honest, I, it, thought uh, when, I thought the Detroit Pistons had a good team. If like you see their team, right? If you just read the player names, it looks like a good team. But yeah, I mean, just...
1: uh, I, I saw some nomination for Blake Griffin for worst starter of the year so far. And I'm like, Blake Griffin, my Blake Griffin, top tier... Top five uh, two thousand and twenty candidate. I mean, twenty ten that decade candidate yeah, yeah, has, decade uh, become uh, it's a little disappointing. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. it will be interesting to see what uh, how Detroit shows up in your analysis. I think I'm I'm looking forward to that. Even if no one else is, I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to that analysis. And uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Vinith, that's pretty much basically what has happened this uh, week in the NBA. So yeah, Vinith. I mean, that's uh, basically it for this week's uh, events. Great, uh, We. I mean, our last episode was also very well-received. I, I think uh, people really loved the whole NBA dab of uh, appearance in there. Uh, fun fact, like, uh, I had a fight with a little, I mean, when I was a kid, I had a fight with someone whose name was Aditya Pandey. And uh, uh, he, he, he had jumped up and, you know, he scratched me all over the neck. It was a crick- cricketing incident and it was, I mean, in re- retrospect, pretty funny. But uh, this Aditya Pandey was... Shout out to this other Aditya Shout out to this other Aditya I mean, we haven't talked in a while, but he seems like a very nice kid now. So, yeah, good luck to him, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, that's it, uh, audience, please. Uh, we, we'll link episode two here somewhere. And uh, if you want to catch us, obviously, please follow our Insta handle, at Ballisbaypod, Twitter handle, at Ballisbaypod. And, uh, yeah, you're watching it on YouTube anyway, so go on and subscribe. And other places also. Just search for is Bay NBA podcast. Your favorite NBA podcast in Indian accent. All that we need, so please uh, say bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody.